Hello, and welcome to Episode 3 of tonight's reading assignment. I'm your host, Brendan Sullivan. I've made some adjustments to the format for tonight's reading assignment. I'll still begin with a short review and commentary on a reading about parenthood. I'll then share a short anecdote from parenting in my own life. Then I'll make a recommendation for a kid's book for you to read with your child. I'll try out a new AI-generated dad joke. Then I'll wrap up the episode. Said all along that this is a learning experience for me. Let me know in the comments if you like the revamped format. Segment 1, The Dad Read My main reason for starting this podcast was to discuss books and articles about parenting. I'm keeping that as a main focus of the podcast, just calling that segment The Dad Read. I've committed to reviewing each chapter from Kate Upson Clark's 1899 book, Bringing Up Boys. So despite the change in format, the dad read will continue to focus on this book for the next several episodes. We're on chapter three of Bringing Up Boys, and it's titled Boys vs. Sentimentality. In this chapter, Upson examines the emotional disposition of boys. As with chapter 2, the age of the book shows through a little in this chapter. Upson begins by stating that it, quote, It sometimes seems as if boys were destitute not only of emotional sentimentality, which is so characteristic of little girls, but of all genuine sentiment, end quote. However, as she leads us through the chapter, it becomes evident that Upson has a little more nuance in her view of boys than that. Later in the chapter, she states, quote, Probably the endowment of feeling in the human heart varies in different individuals. End quote. With some qualifying, Upson admits that not all boys are the same and that they have different temperaments and dispositions. Not exactly groundbreaking stuff, but at least it is acknowledging that the experience is different with each kid. One part of this chapter really stood out to me, however. Near the end of the chapter, she identifies a universal in boys, and by implication, men, and that is, quote, the love of home and the mother, end quote. As a father of four boys and one of three sons, I've personally experienced this. Now, this isn't to say it is everyone's experience, but it rings true for me. I see it with my own sons. For the most part, I think my kids like me, the teenagers to varying degrees at times. But the relationship they have with my wife, their mother, is different. She bore them for nine months and gave birth to them, so I guess she's earned it. Upson hits upon something that still seems very present in our time, although her perspective on it seems a little out of the mainstream. She says, Such a woman will never share the feeling of one singular mother who remarked that she was, quote, sick and tired of the everlasting question, where is mother? Upson can't believe that any woman would ever grow tired of being the constant primary caregiver to the children. Look, I'm not the model of a progressive dad. For the better part of a decade and a half, my wife's primary work has been as a stay-at-home mom. Occasionally on a Saturday or a Sunday, I'll have the boys by myself for an extended period. And let me tell you, it's a lot. I know if I were my wife, there would be plenty of times I was sick and tired of everyone calling out for me for everything. 
For Upson, however, this constant need of the sons for their mother is the only drop of sentiment which a certain child may have in his comp composition. Being the emotional center of their son's universe. No pressure, mums. Segment two, the anecdote. This segment is pretty self-explanatory. I'm going to provide a short, tangentially related anecdote from my personal life. If you like this, make sure you check out my Substack newsletter titled, Give Me a Minute. We talk a lot about my day-to-day -day life as a dad in it. You can find a link in the show notes. Now, on to the anecdote. Upson's discussion about the everlasting question of where is mother really connected to what is going on in our home at the moment. While all four of my kids are constantly looking for my wife to help or to do things for them, I suppose I might be a little over-reliant on her myself. The two-year-old brings it into a whole new level. Maybe it's a seven-year age gap between my third and fourth sons, but I forgot how over-the-top toddlers could be. The two-year-old's vocabulary is pretty limited. But one word he knows is mama. He loves that word, and he uses it all of the time. Sometimes he says it with a loving little smile that is just pure joy. Sometimes he says it with a quivering lower lip that almost breaks your heart. But other times, he just screams it at the top of his lungs. The other night, I got home from work a little later than usual. Most nights, all six of us eat together. But this night, my wife had already fed the kids before I got home. As my wife and I sat to eat, the toddler climbed halfway across the kitchen table and was just screaming the word mama over and over at my wife, who was like two feet away. He wasn't mad or upset. It was just loud. He was acting like he was in the audience at a Beatles concert and Ringo just came out on stage. Only we were in the kitchen and no one else was yelling. Great to have a fan base, but I can see how that would get a little old. On one level, I regret that I didn't take out my phone and record the moment. My two-year-old, happily screaming mummer as my wife just tried to eat, that would be a great video for the future. On the other hand, I've been trying to pry myself away from the phone screen a little bit more and be present in my life. So I am glad that I just sat and lived in that beautiful moment. Segment 3, Kids Book Review. As a reformed English teacher, a writer, and a dad, I'm a huge proponent of reading. I'm adding a segment to the podcast where I recommend a kid's book for adults to read to or with their children. While this recommendation is for any adult, I'm specifically trying to encourage more fathers to read to their kids. Here's a reading fact for you from an article from the Child Mind Institute. Quote, Books can also help kids learn how to handle their own feelings in healthy ways. Seeing characters in books experience big emotions like anger or sadness lets kids know that these feelings are normal and gives them a chance to talk about their own difficult feelings too. End quote. This notion seems pretty relevant to our chapter from Upson on the Sentiment of Boys. This brings me to my first kids book review and recommendation. The book is called The Invisible String. It was written by Patrice Kirst and illustrated by Jeff Stevenson. The edition I have was published in the year 2000 
by divorce publications. However, I believe there is also newer editions that may have different illustrations. In the book, a mom explains to her two young children how there is an invisible string that connects loved ones no matter where they are in the world. The message being that no one who has loved ones in their life is ever truly alone. This is a very accessible book that you can read with preschool age students and older. There are a lot of pictures and a limited number of words. I'll warn you, however, the message of the book is pretty powerful. I received it from a colleague about 10 years ago after there was a death in the family. My wife and I had two very young kids at the time, and this was a book that a more experienced dad gave me to help talk about that situation with my own kids. While it's a wonderful message, be prepared to get a little choked up. Still, if you're looking for something that can help your kids to learn to handle big emotions, I think this is a good book for your home library. Segment 4, The AI Dad Joke consider myself an artist with the dad joke, but I'm guessing even Leonardo da Vinci could have used some help at times. That's why I'm using Bing's AI chatbot to try and create some new dad jokes. Let's see if we can help computers to develop a sense of humor. For this joke, I asked ChatGPT4 to create a dad joke with the theme of boys, sentimental, and moms. Here's the joke I got. What did the boy say to his mom when she asked him to help her with the dishes? I love you, mom, but I'm not your dishwasher. I'm your son. I don't think that one's a keeper. It's a statement of fact, but there's no play on words. I'm not adding it to my repertoire. If you want to add it to yours, that's up to you. The wrap-up. That's all for this revamped episode of tonight's reading assignment. Let me know in the comments what you thought of it. Also, please make sure to subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make sure that you are subscribed to my weekly Substack newsletter called Give Me a Minute. The link is in the show notes. I'll be back soon with episode four. Until next time, I'm Brendan Sullivan, and this was tonight's reading assignment.